Thank you for tuning in to Bibliotech Fully Charged, the nation's first all-digital public library podcast. And now, here's your host, Johnny. Hi guys, Johnny here coming at you with another uh, podcast episode. Uh, for today's episode, it's a very, very special day as we have two very special guests. Um, so it's an honor to introduce to you um, highly accoladed actor, uh, Mr. Tony Plana, as well as the Seniors in Play Program Director, Miss uh, Rosemary Livar. So go ahead and say hi to our listeners. Hi Hello. listeners. Hello everybody. Well, thank you all for, for coming. So I just wanted to kind of give the mic to you all at this point and, and kind of uh, yeah, uh, let y'all go ahead and take off as to why you are here in, in Branch here at Bibliotech South. Well, um, uh, my name is Tony Plana, and as you said, I've been an actor for almost 45 years uh, professionally. And, uh, uh, but for the last uh, 20 years, uh, I have been dedicated to finding ways to integrate uh, the arts, especially the performing arts, into our community. Uh, whether it's in schools, uh, after school uh, programs at parks. Um, and just recently, a couple of years ago, I, I flashed on the idea, you know, of, um, you know, what about seniors? Why couldn't they have an acting class? I mean, I'm 67. I'm still working quite a bit, uh, very busy, and I love it. I still love it, and and I, I still benefit greatly from it. So I said, I if 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 it's if I'm enjoying it as much as I am, even though I'm a professional at it, and at this age. Um, why wouldn't it be a wonderful idea for seniors to also be offered the opportunity to to play? You know, we call the program Seniors in Play, and and uh, anybody over sixty is invited to um, to join, and um, and we're going to have it here at the bibliotheque uh, starting um, next Tuesday, I believe, which is the sixth. Of August, and it's going to run every Monday. I mean, I'm sorry, Tuesdays and, and Thursdays from nine to eleven in the morning. So, beginning on the sixth of August, uh, continuously every Tuesday and Thursday, nine to eleven, there'll be a, a class here at the bibliotheque. Um, and so, you know, I, I just uh, we've been doing it um, off and on for the last couple of years, and we've just seen tremendous benefits that that come to the the seniors who participate. Uh, and, and that's why I'm in San Antonio, and, and that's why I'm, I'm here at Bibliotech. Uh, uh, Chico Rodriguez has graciously invited us to be, you know, part of their programming here. Um, and I really believe in, in creating programmings at libraries, you know, because this is a library, um, an electronic one, where the library becomes an active and interactive place. Uh, uh, and it's just not coming to reading, you know, to read for reading, but also coming for other activities where you get to interact with other people in the community. Sure thing, yes. And, uh, you know, I, I always like to see a library as a place to become enlightened, no, no matter, uh, you know, what you're coming for. We have great programs like this that you've brought to our library and, uh, you know, the community. Um, you know, I was fortunate enough to go to a school where it was... Uh, Theater and drama was was a part of the curriculum, and you know the ability to speak and uh, you know think uh, think on the fly 
it's a it's an act drama all of that is a transfer transferable skill for for anyone and well, uh, also to get in touch with your emotions you know, mm -hmm. and, and to uh, develop more self-awareness as to sure it's what the camaraderie kind. also yeah. especially with the senior group you know seniors being and baby boomers being the largest demographic you know in the nation right now mm -hmm. and i myself am, am 61 so and my mother is 91 so if people are living to be you know another 30 or 40 years well what are we to do <laughs> you know? and and if we don't uh if we don't continue with our continuing ed if we don't continue feeding our brains you know then then what what type of you know society are we going to have for for the elders so when i learned that mr blano was here in san antonio of course i thought What's an actor of his caliber doing in San Antonio? Mm -hmm. And when he explained the program, oh my gosh, I was like, yes, count me in. I'm, I'm an ex-theater nerd myself, you know. But uh, I'm not going to go, I'm not going to hire an agent. I'm not going to be going out for roles. I just enjoy the theater. Mm -hmm. So where can I go for, for something like that? To be able to do improv, to be able to work on my memorization, to be able to... To do as you mentioned, you and know, even to even to write your own material. Sure, we sure have seniors who, yes. who they keep a journal during the class, and we give them prompts about you know different things they can think about sure. in their lives, yeah. significant events, you know, experiences that Everyone they can explore yes. dramatically. I mean, in terms of their dramatic writing, and and through that they come up with these amazing monologues oh, about yeah. pivotal experiences in their lives positive and negative, yeah. that they have, you know, been inspired by, motivated by, or that they have been able to, you know, uh, get through, <laughs> yes. to um, uh, overcome challenges that um, have also kind of strengthened them and, and made them who they are. So it's really sure. about, you know, I love what you were saying mm -hmm. about the, it, not only exploring, you know, um, the, the, this process socially, but also internally, oh, yes. personally. Yes. I mean, I, I, you know, I wanted it to be a, a place where, where seniors could come who had always thought about acting, mm -hmm. but were afraid to, yes. or felt they were too shy, or they couldn't, they wouldn't be very good at it, but they still have, were attracted to it. Or the opposite, or as, the opposite. as I mentioned, you know, here yeah. in San Antonio, we tend to have. Uh, a saying whenever we see things done, eso yo lo puedo hacer. <laughs> I can do that. <laughs> you know, so you, you see things on TV or sometimes, you know, unfortunately there there are good actors and there are not some that are not so, you know, and you see them on TV and you think, gosh, I could have done a better job than that. <laughs> you know, so so then you you're thinking to yourself, you know, what if? What if? And, and this is just such an excellent program that I, I just can't, uh, I can't help promote it as, as, as much as I can because it, it's just, it's that good. Um, you know, and it's also there's all these other seniors too that, that did, like you said, did drama in high school, maybe even college. Mm -hmm. And somehow life took them in a different direction. And they haven't done it for, you know, 30, 40 years. And they want to get back to it. They miss it. Now that they're seniors and they're, a lot of them are retired, they, they can do whatever they want. So why not you know, offer them the opportunity to, to connect with those experiences when, when they were in you know, high school and college 
that they enjoyed so much, and that that you know, in many ways, you know, uh, helped them kind of create their own sense of self. That's what I like about acting is that it it, it continues to expand my sense of self when you interpret different characters, mm. or like we just said, when you write about yourself, sure, and you examine experiences that maybe you haven't really taken the time to look at, it allows you, it, it creates a, an opportunity to know yourself better and express that, that knowledge, mm -hmm. you know, uh, share that knowledge publicly. Uh, but at the same time, also you, when you tr when you experience other other mm -hmm. characters, mm -hmm. it expands <clears throat> your sensitivity to how other people feel yes, yes. and what other people go through. Uh, and then the, it's that empathic, you know, factor of the acting experience, the theatrical experience, whether you're the actor or the audience, that I think is is uh, such a powerful way to humanize mm -hmm. each other ourselves, each other, and the audience sure. who come to see and experience the we've, performances. We've seen seniors that have just gone up there that have, that have never stood on a stage before. And, who were scared and, to death yes. to do it. But the sense of empowerment that it gave them, the yeah. sense of empowerment and and courage, and, you know, I, once again, eso yo lo puedo hacer. I can do that. And not only can I do that, I did it. You know, and then as as far as as telling their own story, when you share that story, there's a sense of of um, affirmation that I did live through this, mm -hmm. or I did experience this, and I'm ready to talk about it, and I'm ready to put it out there, and I'm ready to put myself out there, which takes an enormous amount of courage, you know, just to even stand on the stage in front of in front of people. And people who thought that they would never do that before, that are able to do that now because of seniors in play. Not only that, but I think it's it, it brings with it a therapeutic effect. Oh yes. You know, where, yes. Um, if it's a traumatic experience that has affected you over the years, and and you are able to write about it, perform it in front of others, share it publicly like that. It, it diminishes the power it has over you. Yes, yes. <laughs> you gain power over it. Exactly. Because you're manipulating it and, and, and using it creatively. Yes. And so it has less, um, you know, I guess, you know, uh, negative. Negative power over ne you. Ne negative Sure, influence. you've changed you, that. You've controlled, you've, yes. you've, you've controlled the relationship with that experience. At the same time, to relive an experience, like I mentioned before, that was inspirational, sure. or, or you know, or positive, uh, that has kind of fueled you over the years to accomplish certain things. Sure. To reconnect with that experience also kind of re-energizes. Re yes, yes. You know, re-inspires. We had uh, a few um, uh, vets in the group also that have been able to stand up and share some of their experiences. Now I don't know if they've ever done that before this, but. You know, for them to be able to do this now, I think is is you know pretty powerful. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm excited to see how this plays out. Being that it is for seniors, um, you know, they have all that life experience. You know, I guess you could call it life experience sure. equity to to kind of pull from. 
And, you know, who knows, maybe one may get the act, uh, acting bug and, and maybe, you know, eventually try to get uh, the Actors Guild card sure. and actually go out. Oh, we, yeah, we have some members that already uh, work. That are doing a community yeah, they, theater. And also some of them work on films. Um, yeah. Uh, and that have done theater and, and, mm -hmm. and, and work on films. I mean, let me tell you, um, sometimes they have a hard time finding older actors who can mm -hmm. play the older roles. Um, and Who knows where this will lead? Yeah, Maybe exactly. Hollywood I mean, will come knocking to yeah, us. Yeah, or, or you can go <laughs> to Hollywood. Casting, casting but well, one of the things, one of the things that I love most about it is the the, the socialized, yes. the socialization, yes. the social experience that comes with it. You know, um, it connects you to others in a unique way, uh, in a way that you will not have experienced before. Well, I, I think that it kind of gets back to, you were talking about your experience with high school. I think it kind of gets back to that little click that we were used to in high school. You know, whether you were uh, hung out with, whether you were in band and you hung out with the band kids, that was your world, you know, that was your social connection. Whether you were a theater nerd, as they say, no offense, um, you know, to to the to the drama kids. You know, if you were part of the drama kids, you know, so or ROTC or anything else. So it, it kind of gets you back to that socialization, that camaraderie, that that we are a group and we're here to inspire and lift each other up. You know, there, there's really I haven't seen any jealousies or anything it's 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 pretty much quite collaborative and yeah supportive. yeah it's, it's and and the other thing is why we call it seniors in play it's a lot of fun yes i mean there are we do a lot of theater games improvisational games um and so they'll interact with each other in ways like i said before that they haven't you know uh, previously and and so this also you know when you when you start to do a scene with someone and you're pretending to be other people in a fictional situation it creates a bond yes. that's very special. And it um, gives you permission to yeah, be outside Yeah, and you're using yourself. your imagination, yes. and you get out of yourself, you connect with that person in, a, again, a unique way, but it's all done um, in a context of playfulness. You know, you come here to play, to have fun, because mm -hmm. it should be fun. Yes. You know, yes. Um, even though it, it has all the benefits we've talked about, the essential experience is a fun one. Yes. We get to play pretend, yes. <laughs> <laughs> just like we did when we were five years yes, old. Yes, yes. It know? was, and, it was uh, you know, it, it, here once again in San Antonio, we would call it, you know, let's play comadritas. Yeah, comadritas. You know, you, you and be the comadre, and I'll be the neighbor, and you'll be, you know. So it's it's all it's getting back to that. And I remember distinctly, which is kind of a strange thing because this was right before Tony came into the picture in my life. When I turned sixty a couple of years ago. I had a big party, and I said, this is the only party I'm going to have. I said, but once I turn 60, I said, all I want to do is play. I said, I'm, I'm, I'm done working. I'm done with the, you know, the career. I'm done with the kids yeah. and, and the grandkids and every. I'm not going to have fun. the grandkids. But <laughs> yes, fun. I said, I just want to play. But the grandkids are fun. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. so you sit and you play with your grandkids. You read stories. You make up voices. It's the same thing. It's the same thing as, as you do at home, yeah. except now you're doing it with other people and other people your age and other people who have got who have permission, permission to be anyone you want to be because it's theater. 
So yeah, let's just pretend fun. to be that's really, whoever we want to be and it, act however and we want to I think to that's where the empowerment you were saying, oh, yes. talking about comes from. And you know, it's funny, but, you know, one of the reasons I think this is so important uh, to offer it uh, to seniors is that, you know, many seniors, when they lose their significant others, oh, yes. you know, we have a, a lot of widow, widows and widowers in, in, in the class who... Um, without the class, we're starting, or before the class, we're starting to kind of isolate themselves. They weren't interacting socially as much, watching way too much TV, um, and, and, and some experiencing depression. And what we've seen through this program is uh, a rekindling of that connection to the outside world, a reason to get up in the morning. I think one, one of the, one of the uh, students said to us, uh, this is, um, you know, on Tuesdays and Thursdays at eight o'clock in the morning, you know, I'm, I'm ready to wake up or, you know, whatever, because I'm ready to go to this class. It I makes me want to get a, a reason. I have a reason yes. and I can't wait to get to the class. Yes. And then when they come out of the class, during the class and that, well, coming out of the class, you see this joy, oh, yes. this joyful um, kind of celebratory feeling that yes. comes out of it. Because and at, at the end of each session, of each uh, 10 or 12 week session, we culminate that with, with uh, performance. So it's not just the class. It is a performance at the end. But that doesn't I don't want that to scare anyone off either. You know, it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to be up on the stage. You can be helping with the sets. You can be helping with, you know, um, with promotion. You can... There's all other types of, of jobs, functions, within, yeah, functions within the theater that you're able to do. Um, but yes, it, it does give uh, someone, uh, not everyone is, is cut out for the already yet. I know I wasn't mm -hmm. for the, why don't you go to the senior center? Why don't you go to the, it was like, eh, yeah, that's, I'm not. Well, it becomes a, kind of a yes. magnet to exactly. get you there. And and uh, and it didn't matter what they offered, you know, music and and art and and they've got they have lots of things to offer and that's wonderful, but it was only theater that got me there, you know. <laughs> it wasn't until I heard they're having theater classes. Well, yes, then I'll go, you know. Then all of a sudden yeah. I I embraced my seniorness. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So to say, yeah, uh, but, but I, I wasn't ready before that. I mm -hmm. just, it, the senior center was someplace I took my mom. You know, my mom is 90. That's where she goes. That's not where I go. You know, so, so it kind of has that, it's, it's hard for baby boomers, you know, to embrace <laughs> this, you know, to quote Mick Jagger, what a drag it is to get old. It doesn't have to be. Yeah, ex exactly. And that's and what doesn't. we want to change. Exactly. Um, I mean, I think um, one of the, the, the great things about uh, theater is that not only do you get to socialize with each other and create something, you know, uh, wonderful together, that then you get to share. So this culmination is about you know, connecting not just with your peers there out in the class, but also with the outside world. Invite your family, your friends, other people in the community here at Bibliotech and, and within this, you know, county district um, to, com to come join uh, in the process. Because you, you really don't have theater until you get an audience. 
Yes. You know, I mean, yeah, you know, I mean, in, in the class, you're each other's audience, mm -hmm. which is kind of neat too. But um, I think the 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 excitement of moving towards a a goal of you know pulling it together is like practicing for the big game. Mm -hmm. You know, this is kind of like like that. Having that goal oriented experience of everybody kind of pitching in collaboratively and and let's get the let's become the best we can at this so we can share it and be the best that we share with others. Oh sure. Uh, and yeah. that's that's a that's a big part of this process. Oh yeah. And very empowering. Yeah. But I mean, that's where really it kind of coalesces into this yes, you know uh, triumphant celebration of what they've been doing. Oh they, they get yeah. to share it. Yes. The the audience that came to see grandma Auntie, you know, yeah. my, my tia, yeah. my comadre. It didn't matter. Everyone was there for someone. And and when they came off of the stage, you know, some had flowers, some had, you know, it was like, oh, comadre, you did such a great job. And, oh, do you think so? And, you know, it was all of this. And it was empowering. And it was wonderful to see people lifting up other people, especially in this day and time. You know, to be able not to worry about politics, not to worry about, you know, what's going on in the neighborhood, not to worry about anything else other than today I'm going to play, today I'm going to stand on the stage, today my family, my friends are going to come and see me, today I'm going to feel good about myself. And, and this program offers that. Yeah, you know, and it's funny, but uh, it's also a wonderful excuse to go see Grandma. Oh, yes. Or Auntie. <laughs> and to bring her flowers and come with sure. a family and then see her do something that's extraordinary. Oh, yes. Out of the ordinary. Oh, yes. And, 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 and that were, fun and engaging you know, and see like, others. Martha, I never expected you to do right. something like exactly. that. Right, exactly. So, <laughs> and they take her out to dinner afterwards. Sure. And, you know, it, 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 other than just like going to visit her at her house. Yes. You know? Um, Seeing grandma is, in a different light. Yes, yeah, different light, different experience. And, sure. Um, I, I think it, it goes a long ways to, um, you know, encouraging those relationships, mm -hmm. you know, uh, with, with their older uh, family members. Yeah. Or with, and with the younger. The sure. olders connecting with the younger. And who knows? I mean, if they really enjoy it, that could be their sanctuary or refuge from real life. That's where, you know, oh, the is. way people, uh, you know, uh, describe sports and acting. I mean, I know yes. when I when I was in drama in middle school, it's it, that's all I was focused on. Mm -hmm. Every nothing else mattered. And uh, once you're done, you get that little, I guess, buzz. It's contagious. Yeah, that you, yes. you challenged yourself. Yes. We call it an incurable virus. <laughs> yes, that's, Once that's you what, get it, yes, yes, it's hard to shake it. You yes, know? especially when when you it, because as as an actor yourself, you, you even in high school, you know that you've worked so hard for that play, you've performed the play, and you've got that little buzz, like you mentioned, this little acting bug buzz, and then the play is over, and then you're, you know, it kind of feels like you fell off a step. Well. <laughs> This is this is better because this is a continuation, you know. So so the classes are always continual. So so it, you're not. It's not going to end after the play, you know. Then the next no, session it, will start. It's, it's kind of it, it becomes a lifelong practice. Sure. Because if it's if it's as beneficial as we say it is, in so many different ways, why not continue doing it? Sure. I mean, I think that you know uh, seniors talk about how. You know, their their brains function better. 
they they feel better emotionally, physically, mm -hmm. socially. They're less inhibited. They make friends mm -hmm. out of this, and those friends become part of their support group. Yeah, like we said before, they connect with family in a way that they haven't connected before. Younger uh, family members, you know, their own children, sure, who are adults, you know. It just has a whole a different. It's just it's such a <laughs> spectrum of. No, it has a plethora of, <laughs> of, 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 of uh, benefits. Of benefits, yeah. yes. So, but you know, I mean, so that, you know, we're we're so excited and so grateful that uh, Chico Rodriguez, you know, Commissioner oh, yes. Rodriguez, mm -hmm. has, uh, invited Big us to come to. here. This is a perfect, we think, environment um, to offer this kind of programming, and we're excited to, um, you know, to to be a part of it and. And, and, and we're hoping for a long, sustained yeah. relationship and, sure. and impacting a lot of seniors. You yeah, know. and uh, myself, as a, as a Southsider myself, I'm a graduate of South Sam, um, 1976. Yeah. And uh, so I've lived, on, <laughs> I've, uh, lived on the Southside, you know, my whole life. So, so to see the Bibliotheque here and to know uh, the, the first in the nation, wow, this is just... I am just so happy and, and proud that this is on, on my side of town. Uh, so, you know, being that we're a library, we're going to switch gears to more of the, the book side. Um, do you yeah. have any specific type of favorite books that you like? Oh, fiction, I'm, I'm, a big, I'm a literature major in college. Oh, okay. So, and I read both in Spanish and English. So. Okay. I mean, um, I had a project in Colombia um, last summer, about a year ago. And it made me want to go back and read Gabriel Garcia Marquez because he's from Colombia. And so I reread uh, 100 Years of Solitude and Chronicle of a Death Foretold. And uh, it was just wonderful to reconnect with Latin American literature. It's so rich and it resonates deeply with me since I'm Latino and, you know, from Cuba. And, um, and then, you know, I read plays. <laughs> um, I, I, I like what I so I like both uh, fiction and nonfiction. And one of the things I'm doing now, uh, I guess I, I, that's what happens when you get older. I'm going back to some of my favorite um, novels from American literature. So, for example, I reread *Grapes of Wrath* recently, which I read. I was so moved by it in a way that I, you know, I, I was never moved before yeah. when I was younger. Because I know so much now of the world, uh, and then I, uh, I'm rereading uh, Catch Twenty Two. Because they just came out with a miniseries about yes. it, uh, and so it's, I love that book. It's so funny. Uh, I'm also trying to read a little bit of Russian literature. I heard a couple of friends of mine, um, well, not friends, but Martin Sheen is a friend, but. Um, also, uh, Bruce Springsteen. Oh yeah. Uh, talk about reading uh, the Brothers Karamazov. Oh, okay. And then how that book, mm -hmm. you know, like Dostoevsky, changed, you know, their lives. Uh, and. Um, I always wanted to read that book. Yeah, yeah. That book well. and they talked about it, so I'm just starting to read that, and it's long. Mm -hmm. So I read it like in just one chapter at a time. Mm -hmm. um, and, um, you know, 
Yeah, I'm kind of going back to my literary roots at this time and really want to kind of revisit the great novels of all time. Um, at the same time that I'm collecting, you know, the greatest rock and roll albums of all time ah. in my computer, you know, just, you know, because they, they were such a, a lot of them were part of my youth. Oh, yes. You know, so that's what I'm doing with books, just kind of going back and revisiting like the greatest books ever written. And, and reading some of the ones that I haven't written, like, mm -hmm. like the Brothers Kermit song. Mm -hmm. um, and, uh, you know, Cast 22, Grapes of Wrath. You know, uh, I just read um, oh, Member of the Wedding. Beautiful book, Southern fiction. You know, uh, you know so there, there's just so many things that, to read. <laughs> Yeah, you mentioned, uh, mm -hmm. you know, rereading books, you know, Ernest Hemingway said, there's no friend as loyal as a book, so. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And going back, I mean, and then I live in Harlem. Mm -hmm. So I just moved to Harlem like six years ago. So I've been reading books from the Harlem Renaissance. I read mm -hmm. The Invisible Man by, uh, or Invisible Man by, uh, 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 what's his name? Ralph Waldo, Ralph Ellison, Ralph, I think his, his name is Ralph Waldo Ellison, yeah. um, and then I just read uh, some, um, you know, James Baldwin, uh, uh, Go Tell It on the Mountain, okay. uh, so, you know, I mean, I, I like to read what, what I'm next to, what I'm around, you know, and uh, being in New York, there's so much great literature that came out oh of New York, gosh, yes. and especially Harlem. Uh, I just saw an adaptation of um, uh, Native Son uh, by Richard Wright mm -hmm. that was on um, television. It was, I think it did an adaptation for HBO or something like that, Netflix. And so that makes me want to go back and read the original yeah. Native Son, you know. Um, and, uh, so many books, so little time. Yeah. So right. if you had to pick one must-read that you would recommend everyone to read, I know that's probably a hard question, but if you had to pick one, which one would you say? I'd have to say, and I just mentioned it, Graves of Wrath. If you have not read Graves of Wrath, it'll give you a very visceral experience of why we need the labor movement in this country. <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. to protect the worker, to, pre to protect the little man, no matter what their color. And, I, and, and so I see the divisions in the country now along racial and, you know, color lines, racial lines, cultural lines. And, you know, when you read Grapes of Wrath, these are white, poor people. Uh, and, you know, uh, they need to understand that what they're experiencing, if you're white and poor, you have a lot in common with whoever is black and poor, brown and poor, mm -hmm. yellow and poor, sure. you know, red, Native American and poor, and that those are the people that need to come together mm -hmm. uh, to, uh, you know, advocate for better wages, better opportunities, better education, you know, um, and to be able to participate in the American dream, in pursuing the American dream. Um, and so, to me, revisiting that, that, that book, Race of Raptors, reaffirmed for me um, the humanity of man. And it's so 
powerful and so beautifully written uh, that um, I think it'll reconnect you with the what that what the commonality that we all have, mm -hmm. you know. And as a Christian, you know, I think it's important for us to be there working, you know, for the poor, you know, and making their lives better in some way. Uh, so that would be my my one. And, and if they want to see, if, it, if, I, if they want to read one of the best anti-war novels of all time, read Catch-22, which has actually become a, a, a phrase, a common mm -hmm. phrase in our sure. language, you know, when, when, you know, something is, you know, uh, you're, you're, you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't yes. <laughs> situation. Yes. So uh, there's so many of those in life. So uh, those two, one is very funny. Catch-22 is very funny. And Grapes of Wrath is very, very moving and beautifully written. Yeah. Those are two great books, yes. Yeah. Um, we both, we actually have those in our cloud library here. There the you go. As well, so. Come Love here them. and read them. Mm -hmm. And I was going to ask you, um, what? How do you can you take a book home? Can you put it into your iPad or your yes? Your, can you can so, borrow the book and take it home with you? Yes. Yeah, so or on your uh, phone when you uh, establish a bibliotech library card, uh, we have an, uh, a partnership with uh, Cloud Library, which is which is a, an app and as well as a website, uh, and that allows you to check out uh, five ebooks or audiobooks a month okay and they return themselves so you don't have to come to the library Isn't that beautiful? yeah, yeah they, it's, it's like when you rent something on Amazon mm -hmm. like you watch the movie you got 48 hours to watch it for 299 uh, at, at the end of 48 hours it disappears yes yeah you don't you don't have to be paying yes. return fines uh, yes and also let's say you read the book it's just not for you you can return it right away and then Get another book to replace, oh, yeah. to replace Saves it. Saves you the time of the hassle of coming that here. That is so wonderful. You know? That is really Although it is fun really to come great. here. Yes. Oh, yes. It's a beautiful it place. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and so switching gears, being that we are on a podcast, uh, I have to ask as well, do you have any favorite podcasts that you listen to frequently? I listen to Fresh Air oh, on NPR. NPR. Religiously. Every, I, I listen to it on Saturday and Sunday mornings when I'm taking a bike ride. Put my... I don't ride on the street. I ride on the bike lane. Okay. On a, in a bike path okay. away from cars. So, you know, because we go, oh, he's got his earphones on. He's going to get killed. Mm -hmm. No. Uh, so it's only pedestrians. And, uh, and I have earphones where you can hear things. Uh, but uh, I listen to that. I listen to, a, I, there's a wonderful new podcast um, that I listen to on NPR called True Line. And it's about unique historical perspectives on current issues. Okay. Um, Gosh, that must be new. I haven't. Yeah, yeah it's brand new. That. It's brand new. And for example, it, it the last one that I heard, that I heard, which was amazing, was how how and why the evangelicals in this country um, have changed from what used to be a pro-choice position in, re in regards to abortion mm -hmm. to an, you know a life or anti-abortion position very interesting historical perspective on that so you you get to see well how did this happen mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Sure. <laughs> and, and it, it enlightens you in, in interesting ways and then I, I, I listen to um, Farid Zakaria every Sunday morning either if I'm in LA I, 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 I watch him at 7 in the morning or 8, eight 7 in the morning or at 10 o'clock uh, in, in New York but he always brings a wonderful global perspective to what's happening to American 
to, uh, to American news, to American politics, etc. Uh, I just find him enlightening. Okay, well, thank you for sharing all of that with us. And uh, for those listeners uh, listening, once again, uh, Tony Palana Seniors in Play is a free acting workshop for seniors 60, uh, ages 60 and over. And that'll be starting uh, uh, this Thursday. Um, and it's going to be from it's going to be Tuesdays and Thursdays from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Uh, classes are taught by Bill Gundry, and it's yeah, who's a wonderful master teacher, 40 years experience here as an San, actor director here in, here in San Antonio. Antonio. He's been awarded multiple times here in both capacities, director and as an actor, and he's just a find. Mm -hmm. Where it's a God-given gift, this guy, and the seniors love him, and um, you know I can't say enough about him. So, yeah, it won't be taught by me, but he's actually, he's a better teacher than I am, oh, but, but <laughs> than you, I could be. you will be coming when... Yes, I come in for the beginning yes. and the middle and then the end of yes. the class and visit and I, I comment on their work. I interact with them quite extensively, you know, and, uh, and just a side note, we have wonderful, a wonderful number of women participating, but we are looking for a men. few good men. Okay. Just a few who are so inclined, who would like to do a little acting, please come and join us. Let's say someone that is uh, like 57 would, you know, yeah, would, would, you, know. would you? We'll look the other away. way. Okay. We'll look the other oh, way. No. We'll, we'll, we can be bribed. Sure. Okay. And, and, and also, you, met, you mentioned that the classes started this Thursday. I believe they start next Tuesday and Thursday. Oh, my apologies. Yeah, so, so it's Tuesday, Tuesday August 6th. Yes. August the 6th and yes. the 8th. Yes. Are the first two classes? They're two-hour classes, nine to eleven in the morning. Sure, just come by, yeah. check it out, and it's no no charge. It's free. It's a free, free class. For all. Yes, yes, you know, that's that's so. most important that we mention that that this is a free class for. The and community. it's here, you know, three five zero five Pleasanton Road, San Antonio. Yes. Okay. Great. Any any anything else you'd like to uh, uh, tell our listeners before we end the podcast? Well, I'm, I'm about to do a play in Los Angeles that we're hoping to go to Broadway with, with Andy Garcia. It's an, a theatrical adaptation of Key Largo, and Andy will be interpreting the role that, that was performed by Edward G. Robinson in the movie, the John Houston movie, and I'll be playing the role that was played by Lionel Barrymore in the movie. Uh, and then we're still looking for some of the other actors. We've got some good ones already, and we're going to be doing it at the Geffen Playhouse in, in Westwood in at UCLA, near UCLA. Um, uh, we open in November, November okay. 5th, and then we're going to rent it a couple of months, and then we'll probably take it to Broadway. Okay. After that, so. Great. That sparks another question. Is there an online presence that you have, uh, a website that can get more information on that, that, uh, that play? Not, I mean, I, I have a Facebook page, professional page, okay. that you can look, check in on, and I'll, I'll be posting that on there. Okay. You know. And and hopefully with the bibliotech's help, we can set up a web page for seniors in play. Awesome. Yes. Yeah. So, as yes. part of as part of your website. Sure. Okay. You know. Yes. yes. That would be nice. Sure you do good posters. I tell you yes. that much. Hey. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Well, That'd it was a great. pleasure to have you all. Thank you so much thank for all the information. Thank you for listening to Bibliotech Fully Charged. This episode, along with others, can be found on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play. If you haven't already done so, please sign up for a library card by coming into one of our three locations or by going to our website, bearbibliotech.org. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at bibliotech underscore south 
for up-to-date library and podcast information. And as always, we ask, what are you reading?